I set the intention that we share a lot of positivity. Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. Yay for Friday because it's been a long week. I'm tired. I'm ready to just cut loose, have my drink. I'm ready. So let's do this. Happy Coheo Day. Not only Woo, it's Coheo Day. is it Friday in Hawaii, it is Coheo Day, March 26th. And uh, we um, celebrate with a day off <laughs> throughout the entire state of Hawaii. Another day off. Yeah, the entire state. Oh, you Hawaiians. Yes. Hawaii holidays. So Prince Jonah Kuhio Kalaniana Ole. Um, he was um, one of our last princes of our monarchy. Um, he had some cool things. <laughs> Traditionally, there would be big celebrations on all the islands. The big island, Oahu, Kauai, and Maui. They have parades. They have festivals. They have hulas, performances, concerts, um, all kinds of events. So it's always um, a fun time to visit the islands is around this holiday. Um, he, we would be celebrating 158, 150 years if he were still alive. Thank goodness humans nice. don't live that long. Um, right. That's a long time. Um, he was also the first um, royal monarch to serve in the U.S. Congress. Oh, okay. Um, he's the only that's, one. That's a fun fact. Like, we should get some fun, fun facts fact. in here, Mike. And one more thing. Um, oh, he, while he was in Congress, um, he was kind of responsible for building up the infrastructure in Hawaii, trying to get funding. And the way that he did it is he kind of convinced Congress that Hawaii was a strategic place in the Pacific Ocean and used mm-hmm. um, and kind of created this alliance with the military, which is how we got funding to redo a lot of our harbors and our um, highways and things. A lot of it is actually military funding because we have so many military bases here. So actually it was that, um, uh, I guess, friendship between the military and Hawaii that got a lot of our infrastructure built. So we're very grateful for that. And uh, the lighthouse. So actually the lighthouse that's famous on the Makapu'u lighthouse, that strip, that beautiful strip of road, always featured on Magnum (laughs) P.I., Kalaniana Ole Highway, named after him. Um, and that's where the Makapu Lighthouse is that he had built. Okay. Well, I appreciate all the fun facts because <laughs> I didn't really know all of this stuff. Oh, and... And I mean, there's so much, like, rich history. There is. Yep. And there's... Um, he and his brothers, they went to um, college. They did a lot of their schooling abroad, but they went to college at St. Matthew's Military Academy or something in... Um, San Mateo, California. And while they were there in California, they introduced surfing to America. That was actually, they're kind of like one of the the first recorded surfers and Santa Cruz, San Mateo, like in that area. And then after Mm -hmm. that, um, they went to England and they were also credited to bring surfing to England. Hey, that's pretty cool. Hawaii royalty. I'm pretty sure it's really cold in England to be like surfing, but you know what? More power to them if they. I bet they didn't even have wetsuits back they then. They had so. like weird. They described in some kind of letter that's in some kind of surfing museum in England 
uh, whatever it was that they wore, but it was like head to toe. But they loved rough water because it offered better surfing conditions. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine so. Well, thank you for the uh, sharing that. I mean, there's probably a lot of people out there who don't know. There's a lot of rich history and a lot of influence that um, Hawaiian culture has given to the world. I mean, there's just little elements here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, surfing can be done pretty much anywhere that there's ocean. Yep. If there's just like, you know, a little bit of wave, even even, in a- even here in um, Texas, like we have like two to three foot waves unless it gets like really stormy or uh-huh. whatnot. And people try to surf. And I mean, I might jab at them a couple of times because I'm like, you can't surf like a two foot <laughs> wave. But like, they're good. Good for you for trying, but it's not the same thing. You can definitely boogie board and body surf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do those yeah. things. And that, that's how you, that's how you learn. Just not the same. That's how you learn. That's how you learn baby, baby waves, waves, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know, happy Kuhio Day. Happy Kuhio Day. And uh, there you go. That's so fun. Okay. So um, one more thing that is happening all over our country is that there's this big tech exodus out of California. And it is very um, noticeable for our two states. A lot of them are going to Texas. And a lot of them are going to to Hawaii and they Mm -hmm. are coming with, they're leaving these real estate markets that have high cost of living, high prices for their real estate. And so when they come to our States, they're actually driving up the housing markets. They're driving up the prices, but I'm hoping that they're going to bring a little bit of California influence to our economics to our politics yeah i don't i don't see a lot of difference between and this is from my perspective of like hawaii and california politics there are some things that i would say if you bring a lot of california into texas Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a clash of ideals Mm -hmm. right same same with hawaii you know a lot of right and i think with hawaii i mean I living there and being a part of the culture and everything. I want Hawaii to stay the same. (laughs) Our politics is really terrible, though. Really, and I could use that politics. But I'm just like open minded. Talking about the culture, like the culture is lovely. It's not going to go anywhere. It's strong. The culture is just well. I don't know. It could. It could go somewhere because a lot of people in California have this like misconception that Hawaii is so backwards. Like a lot of people still think Hawaii is not even part of the United States. They're like, I need a passport. Like if you Google, like I start to put like to go to Hawaii, do you? And it's like literally says, do you need a passport? Like you, it's still part of the United. It is part of the United States. Everyone like you don't need a passport. I've had so many people ask me, can I use my passport card to get in Hawaii? I'm like, you can use your driver's license. Like that's <laughs> because it's part of the United States. Um, but I really think there will be more of a clash. Uh, you know, I, I think Elon Musk wants to make Austin like the new San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I live there. I I think Austin's like a great city, but it's not what everybody thinks it is. It is literally in, like large amounts of traffic and really high cost of living already mm-hmm. and then you have people moving there i mean the what is it i think it's i-35 mm-hmm. that goes through downtown is literally only two lanes on each side and there's no room for expansion yeah right because there's buildings 
and there's already like things built. Normally, like if you wanted to expand, you would have to like destroy all of the buildings that are already there to expand it. So now they're trying to make it like a double decker highway. Oh. So, I mean, I've, you know, like New York has those. Uh, I think parts of San Antonio have like a double decker. So like one will go all the way through. So you don't have to like wait to get off of the exits, you know. So, I mean, they're going to and maybe Californians, you know, with their money and their influence coming to Texas to like specific cities like Austin, Dallas, some in Houston, but not as much. Maybe they'll help with the infrastructure, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because they've been there, done that. Right. I think the politics wise, like there's going to just be ugly clashes in the big cities. Mm -hmm. Like so when we when in the last election, we had all the big cities were like very blue. Mm -hmm. But then when you started looking at the Texas as a whole, it's very red. Yeah. So this should be a really interesting sort of shift. But I I will say as like a, a, you know, true Texan, you cannot take Texas out of Texans. Like they're very strong willed Mm -hmm. individuals. We most of us are very open minded, but a lot of things about Texas we're very uh, defensive of uh, big hair, (laughs) don't care, cowboy boots, country music, you know, um, barbecue Mm -hmm. like and our and our Tex-Mex like we love food. Right. So don't don't bring your vegan here. (laughs) It's going to be very hard to bring. No, I'm just kidding. Like I have a lot of friends who are vegan here, but but it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, don't expect like a vegan restaurant to do as well as a barbecue restaurant, because that's just that's just how we are. You know, I'm, it's, I, it's fine. I don't think it's going to affect your cost of living so much. In fact, I think that's what's so desirable about Texas. Um, like for a gallon of milk in Texas, how much would that cost you? Oh, I mean, it depends. Like we have so many like state and local programs where milk is very cheap. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's like $3 right now for a gallon of milk. So in Hawaii, it would be closer to around $7. And if you go out of islands, it right. definitely go up to like 9 or more. I would just stop drinking milk. Like I don't drink milk that a point, lot. Give me some almond milk or whatever. I rarely buy it. It's, uh, it's Unless I'm planning some milk recipe. almonds is cheaper than milking cows. Yeah. No, I, I usually have <laughs> almond milk in my pantry. It's fine. I can always use that yeah. for my coffee. It's lovely. Um, but... Things like uh, the cost of living, I don't, I'm I'm kind of thinking California is kind of similar to Hawaii. They would love Texas to be paying, you know, a quarter of what they pay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it's probably really nice to have your California salary while living in Texas. I mean, today I was driving and I felt like, you know, a lot of people were driving like really bougie cars. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, you can drive a bougie car, mm-hmm. right? Like you can have a Tesla, you can have... You know, your Porsche, Porsche, whatever you want to have. Um, but what a lot of people don't understand is like these trucks that are custom and like big, mm-hmm. they are just as equivalent as a Mercedes, a BMW, a Range Rover. Like if you really want to start comparing apples to apples, like people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to customize their big, huge trucks. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was funny is today I'm like cruising over railroad tracks, potholes, everything because – Houston's always under construction. You have railroad tracks and things. And everybody in their bougie-ass cars are, like, going over and, like, so scared to touch the bottom. I'm like, this this is why you don't drive a low car in Houston. You don't <laughs> you don't have these things, right? Because you just want to be confident. Like, hit that pothole. It's okay. You're 
it's going to be all right. Uh, I think my mom and I were sitting in the car and we were just going down a terrible road. And I was like, I feel like a bobblehead. Like my head is like mm -hmm. constantly moving while we were driving. And my mom was laughing because she's like, yeah, because the roads suck here. And I'm like, yeah, they do. That is so, something that we have in common. The roads are pretty terrible. And then um, the other thing that I wanted yeah. to mention was, um, especially along Kalani Ole Highway, which is absolutely gorgeous. There is a lot. When I was in California, I noticed a lot of people who love bicycling. Like we have it here, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if a whole bunch more of them come here to Hawaii, um, it's gorgeous. Yes. But we have so many international visitors and people who they drive differently from wherever they come from. Yep. And really, bicyclists do have the same rights as cars. And you have to give them room. You have to let them um, have, you have to give them but a lot, a lot of, of space. But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Yep. And just to, um, especially on I always, tight roads. The Pulley. The Pulley Highway. I always I always thought it was weird that I would see bikers, like uh, like manual pedal bikes, on the poly. I was like, this is the most dangerous road that you could be biking on right I now. I know. The whole Hawaii, you're allowed to bike Especially on the highways. Down that road. You're allowed to bicycle on the highways, but you can't go on the freeways, obviously. Um, right. That's not allowed. But to me, the poly is like when you're coming around that corner like real fast and then there's like a biker in the lane. I'm like, come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's scary. Like, why? Oh, the other thing is um, when I see these people bicycling and they have like super tricked out, expensive competition type bicycles you know they're yep. they have those little skinny tires we have so much Titanium, rocks yeah. on our roads <laughs> um there's nothing that really it's not clean and pretty like when i was in california man those roads were clean i was like wow there's not even like yeah. rocks <laughs> but we have them everywhere and they i have seen so many bikers just eat it because they've hit the rock they've hit a rock and then they're falling into the road so um be careful <laughs> use caution use caution uh maybe change sure. your tires to something that's going to be a little bit more um pothole friendly yeah i think you know a lot of people are confident when they when they go to hawaii and they're trying to do all these other sports and i'm just like just you know be aware that there's a melting pot of visitors that come and you know they're too busy looking at sites and distracted by their phones or what or music or whatever's going on. And sometimes the roads are very tricky to drive. So it's very narrow. We've had, I mean, I've known um, just like a couple of years ago, I believe now I knew, you know, somebody who was running one of the anesthesiologists I worked with, he was running down in Waikiki standing in the middle, you know, the lane, you know, waiting for the, the cross, like, you know, the sign change so he could cross. Mm -hmm. And he was with multiple people and a, um, a driver just plowed right through them all and killed them oh, all no. instantly. Well, so, I mean, you, you were not safe on the sidewalk. You're not safe in the middle of the road. Yeah. People, I mean, it could just happen at any time. I mean, Hawaii is one of those places where people are looking in every single direction and not necessarily yeah. in front of them. And, um, sometimes there's language barriers too. Um, we kind of just let anybody, if you have a license to drive wherever you're from, you could rent a car. Isn't that fantastic? You can rent a motorcycle too. <laughs> motorcycle too. I've, which is so scary. I was um, run over by a Japanese tourist who um, they were driving into the beach park in the wrong direction, and I swerved and swerved and swerved, and they swerved and swerved and swerved, and still I was under the car. How does that even happen? I don't know, but at least 
I was on a hill. They stopped, but I literally had to crawl out from underneath the car. And thank God my bike and my paddle survived. And I was so pumped oh up on adrenaline gosh. and I still went to practice, but I couldn't speak to them because they were talking in Japanese. And I was like, oh, I'm alive. Go away. I was so angry. <laughs> I would have been angry at them, too. Was, I had to be someplace. They were, freaking, they were probably freaking out, though. They were probably like, yeah, because you had to you had to show up to practice, get in the boat. I had to show like, up to practice and be on time no matter what happened to me in route that day. No matter what. Yeah. No matter if you got ran over by a car and you were being pounded by Japanese yeah, tourists, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You still have to show up um, for practice. That's my dedication. Craziness. That is, like, absolute dedication. Good for you, Maya. Like... I, I don't even know. I don't even know. You never told me the story, so I'm like in shock a little bit over on this side. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I, think I blocked a lot when of the that. How did this happen? Yeah, that was when I used to. And good for you, though. Literally after blocking that out. after that day, I never rode my bicycle to practice again. I drove my car. Yeah, I probably yeah smart yeah. smart I was girl. Like they can't run me yeah. over in my own car. <laughs> I mean, they could, they try. could try. They definitely could try. You did have you did have a small I car. Did. I don't even know. Do you still have that I car? I have a very small car still. Yeah, that car is like tiny. Like I remember my truck, like in your car, and I'm like, no, get in, get in the truck. I remember cruising around with you a lot in the truck, and I, I, I we would have fun. Like we would just feel safe and big and yes, monstrous. On well, the your road. car could also, your big old truck could handle all the potholes so much more gracefully. That's true. I didn't even, I didn't care. I was like, bah, I was just hit it. Yeah. I, it would freak um, me out when you would go into. You'd be like, oh, look, a puddle after a rain. And I'd be like, you don't even know how deep that pothole is. But you're just like with your big old tires. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to drive that thing like a Miata in the poly in the H3. Like just hot, like 80 miles an hour. You should not say big, that. Big, huge truck. I'm sure you're going the legal speeding limit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But sometimes you would get, you would rev up. I mean, you if you're going down a, you know, like you're going down a decline, like you're just, you're. You're gonna hit some high numbers. Like that's just you're rolling. You're you rolling down. downhill, and that was a very yeah, wanna, heavy truck. You don't want to kill your brakes. That was a heavy truck. Don't kill your damn brakes. Yeah. Who hasn't been down that that road in a high speed? Well, I like used that. to have a job where I worked really terrible hours. It was um, I was host. <laughs> I was direct. I was like doing a morning show in town, and so I would be driving. I would have to get to work at four a.m. For three thirty, oh, yeah. four a.m. So I would be flying. There would be nobody on the road on the highways. Yo, I yeah. bet. Like everybody's sleeping. So I cops are still I, sleeping. I too. would take advantage and I would drive in the middle. <laughs> oh my god! In the middle. In the middle. Especially when you're going around the turns. Um, yeah. I drive in the middle. I was just like, but what if somebody else was there? Driving? Was nobody oh in the dark except for the the ghosts that walk around. And haunt the Pully Highway. The H3 tunnel? Oh, I wasn't going H3. I was going Pully. Pully. You know, I think people um, people don't know about that, though. Like, when they were building the H3, mm -hmm. lots of ghosts would it come took, out. Um, and the workers would... took more than 20 years to build that. It's the most... I think it's the most expensive road in, in the world. Yeah. Is, the, uh, is the H3, H3. freeway, yeah. Yeah, because there were so many um, looking cave-ins, and people said that uh, workers said that they saw like a this giant protector goddess um, come out, and she threatened yep. and warned them, and she had been threatening them and threatening them, and then she caved the whole mountain in, and so they had to redo the tunnel. Yep. To go through the mountain, 
You see, yeah, Madame Pele and her sister. I don't know which one it was, um, but Hawaii has a a lot of. Oh, we have a lot of uh, gods and goddesses. We really do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just re- I remember being over, you know, under the age three, and just seeing how much work had to be put into it. I'm just like, this is insane. Like, I don't even know how they would build that. You mm-hmm. know, especially through the mountain, through the mountain, through the valley. That tunnel, though. I saw a new iPhone uh, commercial. It might have been on for a while, but there's a woman. Like, they were talking about how you can, like, film using your iPhone because the cameras are so good, mm-hmm. whatever. There's a woman, like, speeding through. Like, she looks like she's in an action film, but she's speeding through the tunnel mm-hmm. on the H3. And I'm like, I know what that tunnel is. Because mm-hmm. I've sped through that tunnel, too. <laughs> like, but it's always the worst when there's an accident in the tunnel or on the H3 because you're stuck. You're stuck. It's only two lanes. You're stuck. There's no going around. Nope. And uh, I have been stuck on the H3 um, a couple of times. Once it was really awesome because it, there had just been this rainstorm. And so the waterfalls were going off and I was on my way up. So yep. I had the really great um, vantage point to you had a good view. take pictures uh, of the waterfalls. It was gorgeous. I always tell people, like, if you're going over the H3, make sure you have already gone to the bathroom and you fill up your gas. Because you just never, you know, never know, right? Like, some check, stupid person is going to hit. Yeah, them. check those traffic. Um, like, uh, I have Waze. I have Google Maps. I have the Apple one. I check all of them just to make sure if there's anything, any sign of traffic. Um, and then, because there's multiple Go routes. another way. Yeah, there's multiple ways to get to your destination. Leake, leake. H three Kalaniana Ole and Kamehameha Highway. That's a long. That's a long way to but go. But you can though. still I mean, get there. You, you can still get to your destination. Like um, there was uh, all these people who were trapped in um, Kaneohe because the there was it flooded and they were trying to get out to North Shore and they the only other way around was to go all the way up the mountain around and come back through Haleiwa and to the North Shore just to get out there because the stream overflowed. Wow. Yeah, the 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 kind of, the road that goes up to like Chinaman's Hat and the Koalaos and all that Floods stuff all the time. <laughs> Floods because of the ocean. The ocean's like literally the right next to you. The ocean's there like, oh, and there's dear. a stream. There's a, and it's almost river size. It's huge. And it, when that overflows too, yeah. it's just all water. crazy it's crazy (laughs) yeah so people weren't able to get that way for like i think a day 24 hours or more yeah well that's when you have friends but on gotta make friends all over it was i think it was really terrible i think it was maui they had like a whole cave-in kind of like a landslide on one of their highways and i think it took a week for them to clear that and those people yeah i don't even know how on the other side they they just were trapped on either side there was no other way around was this on the road to hana i think it might have been because i mean you really do get stuck if you're you're on hana and it like completely has a landslide like you were stuck on one side but you can go all the way around but it takes forever yeah but i think they they had brought in um like resources and supplies and water and things for those people i think by helicopter wow yeah you I've always thought about like where I wanted to live and I don't ever want to be like cut off. Isolated someplace where you could be isolated. Not that, not that isolated. And if I am that isolated, I would have like enough supplies for a year. Well, I I think I'd like to have, if I lived 
somewhere so rural, then I would want to have like my own resources, my own water supply, my own um, electricity, solar, you know, you just be fully off the grid, grow your own crops and vegetables. Have some chickens. Yeah, but eventually you do need some, you do need some, some kind of contact. You need, you need things. Um, well, I would have a cell you know, phone. Buying this land. That, <laughs> yeah, but buying this land right now, like we are going to have like a whole storage sort of building for all our emergency supplies. Because you're because, so far like, out. We're all. Yeah. I mean, we're not like super far out, but it's enough, far enough that you don't want to run to the store last minute. You know, like you don't need to. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have that peace of mind. And I, I mean, I always tell people you should have like a case of a couple cases of water mm-hmm. for yourself. You just never know. How far is the drive from you know, where you're going to buy to like, say, like supermarkets, Costco? Costco. Um, Depends. I mean, 30 to 40 minutes. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound that bad. But by the time. No, it's not bad. But by the time that, you know, like you are aware that there's an issue. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Like, you won't have time to go to Costco. Like, everything will be gone already. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of having a storage space. I, I don't um, have a storage space. But I am only 30 minutes away, also 30, 40 minutes away from Costco. But your traffic is more intense because you have such a dense population in a small amount of area. Yes, we have terrible traffic. So I'm hoping that everybody who moves here, that they are aware that um, I'm hoping that you're going to be working remotely. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, at one point, you know, that's kind of why I want to like shift my career is because I really would like to work from home. Mm -hmm. I'd like to have some more flexibility. Um, and I just would like the idea of being able to just pick up and go and go wherever I want. I think, and I think that's really important nowadays. I think there's a lot of like jobs you can do uh, working remotely, remotely, and yeah, I mean, be an individual contributor. And and what I think companies should embrace is that you don't have to pay for rent, you don't have to pay for re- utilities. Like mm-hmm. that's all on your employee to do. You just pay them a salary to do their job. And if they don't do their job and they can't keep up with their Internet and all this other stuff, that's on them. You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's great. Like maybe the pandemic has shown that we can adapt to being, you know, more independent Mm -hmm. as far as workers and that companies can hire more people. Yeah, because they're saving money in a way. They're going to save money. Um, They are. And then maybe they can invest back into their employees. I think I think with like people need to be paid more. People need to be paid yeah, more. For sure. I think if I think teachers definitely need to be oh, paid more. Poor teachers. Oh my gosh. I can't handle my nephews <laughs> in my house. <laughs> <laughs> then it's only once a week. <laughs> Although they've been on spring break and hopped up on a lot of sugar. So it's been very loud at my oh house. Oh my goodness. Who is giving them sugar? Um probably their father and then he leaves. Oh, that's terrible. That's like total like sabotage. That's that's like, mean. I try to do that when um I know he's stuck with them and that he's tortured me. That's karma. <laughs> if he does it too many times, he's gonna get it back. Like yeah. he just better wait Easter. I'm buying them a basket. <laughs> um, somebody showed me the other day, like they bought some like Cadbury, like those little hard robin mm-hmm. eggs. It's like they have that hard outside shell with a can like the chocolate in the middle. I had like the my mouth started to drool when I saw this this and I was like oh my gosh I haven't had those since I was a kid 
This person was like, I need to buy the small packages because if I bought the whole big one, I would eat the whole thing in one sitting. I was like, that is insane. Like, I, I didn't even not... know that they came in a package. I thought they were sold individually. No, those are those like big Cadbury eggs. These are like the tiny robin ones that have like the hard outside shell. You know what? I haven't had those. The soft chocolate in the inside. I am not a. They're so delicious. Like, just be careful. Connoisseur like, of. I'm not trying those kinds of candies neither am i i love candy but i i mean it takes a really special chocolate for me to like indulge in chocolate but i love me some sweet and sours anything like with all the sugar on it <laughs> like it's such a rush um but yeah like i just think uh, you know it's good that people are shifting yeah. right it's like that whole migration thing is happening and and people are discovering where they want to live I still don't know where I want to live, but it's always nice to have like a home base. And so that's what I'm working on right now is just having a, a central location where all my nice stuff like just resides <laughs> and then I just move about the country. So still going to be a nomad in a way, but but still have a home base to come back to. And, uh, you know, with the land, uh, I'm inheriting a donkey, which I'm super excited oh. about because I've always wanted to. I've always wanted a horse again in life, but I think I'll start off with a donkey and we'll be adorable. Friends. Yeah, and we'll maybe be posting um, some videos of that, me and my adventures of befriending this wild donkey on our Patreon mm -hmm. so that people can see, you know, me, Ty, the donkey whisperer or whatever. <laughs> and um, we're getting some chickens, you know. We're we're going to be like the average Asian um, Texas family, you know. So I feel like this is going to be the makings of a new reality TV show. Possibly. What kind of wildlife is in Texas? Like, what do you have to like walk watch out for? Um, I would say the boars, the wild boars, pretty aggressive, mm -hmm. have rabies. You know, we uh, don't have rabies cougars, in Hawaii. We've got cougars, which I'm very grateful for. But we do have wild boars. And when I was young, I was on a camping excursion and um, it was in Mount Ulamana. We went on, it's really mm -hmm. famous, went hiking, and um, my small group, we were chased up a tree by a large wild boar. We ran for our lives, and I swear we had to wait up that tree till dark, till it went away. Wow. So, watch out. That's why you need a weapon. <laughs> you always need a weapon. I mean, even a loud air horn mm. would scare the crap out of I don't of know. It, you know, beep, beep, beep. This boar yeah. was like, I was, oh, I was little. I think I was like eight or nine well, you look like a piece of it chicken, was, you know, a little bit of dark meat, a little bit of light yeah. meat, whatever. Between my friends, uh, my my mm -hmm. class, it was a school field trip and there was like only two adults. And the, these adults, when I say adults, they were like 18. <laughs> they probably abandoned you. No, they were up the tree with us. They dragged us up the tree. How did everybody fit up the It was tree? a big tree. We went, we just kept climbing up the tree and we waited there. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious! How did you go to the bathroom? Uh, you didn't. I was too scared to do anything. I but I I remember being frightened as hell and <laughs> little baby mine yeah. running up the running that up was the, the tree. biggest I, pig thing I've ever seen. I mean, it was it scary. was the size of a small Wild car. Are scary. They can like gut you and <laughs> it had tusks. Like, they can gut it had you and sharp yep. giant yeah. tusks. It would like gut you. Yeah. Um. I would say there's like there's some wolves, there's foxes, you know, coyotes basically. Um, and bears. Another, uh, no, not really. Um, possums, raccoons, they're they're pretty evil because they you know they have rabies. And then I feel like other dogs are pretty dangerous. Um, we've had a couple uh, grown women mauled to death by wild dogs. Oh man! So I mean, we've had. 
and they kill all the pets and how do you protect your personal adorable little fluffy dogs from these scary creatures owls and eagles um and hawks so my mom actually bought this like uh brass sort of looks like a windmill um but actually you hook up the hose to it and it like shoots off water Uh um so it's almost like a sprinkler and uh, she put it in the back and my dogs they love to sunbathe. Okay. Okay. So they're out there and they pile up under this thing. And what I think it does is because it's always moving because of mm-hmm. the wind, like it de- it deters flying animals. So they actually make a little baby pile. So you get two shih tzus mm-hmm. and a little baby Yorkie that sits in front of, in between them. And uh, nothing ever seems to like bother them because they're next to this thing. And so I think for some reason, like, um, I don't know. There maybe their defenses at, at like they know that this sprinkler thing will keep a flying animal away from. Interesting, them. because I always like look out and I'm like, why is my dog like sitting there mm-hmm. under this thing? But then I realize maybe it's because it protects them in a way. That's so clever. We need more things like that. Yeah, totally. When I was in um, California and, and on think, my way to Vegas, cute. I have seen. These large predator birds, like I, I was first time I They're saw probably vultures, eagles. I saw vultures. Uh, what else did I see? I seen large, large birds, but that was the first time I saw American eagles. That was kind of cool. They're huge. Yeah, the bald eagles are are, are huge. Yeah, they're they big. can totally they're pick big. up your dog. Oh yeah, like anything can pick up Cheeto. Yeah. But I actually told Chubbs the other day that he's pretty safe because he's just so big. <laughs> like nobody's gonna want to pick him up. They couldn't carry him very far. And they're pretty quick. I mean, I think they also have a whole deck to sit mm-hmm. on. So I feel like, you know, they probably sit under the deck just to be safe if they if they don't feel comfortable. I just remember one night I was walking. I used to live in an apartment. And I was, like, walking out um, by the lake. And I heard this, like, hooting noise. Mm-hmm. And I looked up. And I was walking my dogs. And there was this huge barn owl. Like it was bigger. It it was it was probably half the size of my body. It looked like because you know how like when things are farther away they look yeah. small. Like the, he looked huge on the on the roof of the apartment, and I was like, I'm gonna die. Like it could carry you away. Who am I gonna? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, which one of you am I gonna save? Like you know, like out of the three, who's gonna run? Like uh, who do I need to pick? Well, of course I would pick up Cheeto and shove him in my shirt, and then I would try to carry Chips and Chubs. But you know. One time I had Chips and Chubs in California, and I was, like, down Santa Monica, and everybody thought they were so freaking cute. They gave up after, like, one mile. They couldn't walk in. I had to carry them back to the car. Yeah, they just (gasps) laid in the middle of the road. I was like, you guys cannot lay down. (sighs) And then for some reason, Chubs always freaks out on a crosswalk and takes a shit. And so I'm like. Oh, and you have to carry that, too. (laughs) Yeah, you got to carry it all. Um but it was just funny because, like, I'm always, like, having to pick them up and run with them mm-hmm. or, like, walk really far. And people are just laughing. So now, you know, I get made fun of, but they'll they'll sit in a wagon or they'll sit in a stroller. Like, I think I think I lost a date with someone because they were like, wait, you have a dog stroller? And I was like, no, now they use a wagon. Like, it's totally legit. Mm-hmm. Like, the wagon is safe. Mm-hmm. It's cute, right? But if you had to carry two dogs that weigh like 40 pounds, like you, you too would want a wagon or a stroller. Yes. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. It's very comical. Like all of these things. I wish somebody had like an invisible camera and had recorded all these moments in mm-hmm. my life because I definitely would be a YouTube sensation with my <laughs> dogs and their shenanigans. 
So, yeah, about my shenanigans and everything, like, I just think that there's so many opportunities to make funny videos, and I can't wait for this adventure of getting this land mm-hmm. and making friends with a donkey and all the comical, like, commentary I'm going to have with it. Because, you know, I'll be, like, recording. I'll be like, okay, <laughs> there In it is. the wild? Like, we're we're approaching. <laughs> we're going to get through the grass. Like, I think this would be really wonderful to do. And I think you should put your you know, GoPros your... on your dogs. And let them walk around and it'll be their story. No, because I really think that Cheeto wearing a GoPro, he's literally going to get picked up by an eagle and, and that's it. Done. Like this land is like, this land is completely open. There's a couple trees and Cheeto, like fresh, tasty morsel on the ground wearing a stupid camera. Mm. Like that would be the at worst least, viral video At least ever. you can walk around your whole property. You don't have to like take them to a park. You're going to live on your own park with your whole family. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to actually make like a covered little penned area so they can go to the bathroom and, and be safe because mm-hmm. it, it will be covered, yeah. especially it's hot here. Um, but I'm excited. So my aunt, you know, stay tuned. My aunt built something called a cattery. She lives in California sure and she is. built this extension off her house that is like gated. It's all gated with a roof. So yeah. it's like it goes outdoors to her backyard. So her cats want to be outside. So they have like a safe right. space. It's completely fenced yeah. and with a roof. So they're in the shade. They have so they don't get they don't up. get eaten and taken away. Cause I've seen photos that she sent me where um like there's been a mountain lion like on her street. Chilling. <laughs> Yeah, just right oh, on no. her road. You know, everybody's got their little ring cameras or their security cameras. She goes, yeah, look, my neighbor yeah. got this picture or I got this picture. And I'm like, what are you doing outside? Taking pictures of a mountain lion. <laughs> Get your butt inside. Yeah, definitely go inside. <laughs> like California, they have bears that go in the pools when it's yeah. hot, you know. Um, We're, we're probably going to set up some nighttime cameras. So I'll be able to put like extra f- f- photos and videos mm-hmm. up of the wildlife. I really think this would be really fun. And I think a lot of our uh, listeners and Patreon. Yeah. I want to um, see it. Subscribers will. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be interesting. I'm definitely going to record my adventures with my new donkey that I haven't given a name to, but I will. It'll be great. Okay. Maybe, It'll be maybe fun. it should be a Hawaiian name. Okay. Well, you can help me figure out that name. But but as we go, it'll be adventures with Ty and said donkey name <laughs> inserted there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll think of another but cocktail. Anyway, so maybe we'll make a cocktail beverage oh, just yeah. for your donkey. That'd be fun. Okay. Well, apparently uh, the donkey likes apples and carrots, so we'll start maybe. there. That's a good combination. Apples and carrots. Maybe are, like, like a the juice is great. Apple teeny or something. Or no, I think that's too sweet. I think I think maybe like an apple carrot juice <laughs> vodka <Carrot> juice. mix. <laughs> things <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll figure it out anyway well happy aloha friday everyone this has been so great and thank you for tuning in you can check us out at my at sunset.com facebook twitter youtube spotify all types of platforms that um play your favorite podcasts and also my and i are writing for medium mm-hmm. so you'll have to just check us out yep there we'll have links on our website too eventually we're so close to getting it up i'm so excited hope you guys love it so close hope you guys love it yep and until we meet again ahoy ho